Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 9th. Stephanie, it's cold outside. I, th- there's a song. Yes. Baby, it's cold outside. I know. Outside. That's not a very good song, though. You don't like it? It's not really Direct Line worthy. Isn't it a little risque at times? I, I think I if know. you listen to the words, I think it's like the musical Grease. My oh. parents let me watch that when I was like nine years old. <laughs> I didn't watch it again until I was 18, and I'm thinking, what were Why, my parents yeah. thinking? Yeah. Hmm, but anyway, know. it's cold, it but it's going to get warm. I know. A couple 60-degree days coming so, up, I think. So are you one of those people that you want snow and you want cold, or you're just over it? Uh, I'm not really a cold person. I yeah. like snow for, for around yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. I want like, one snow one on good Christmas snow. Eve, yeah. and then just give me 40s and 50s good. for the rest of the week. I don't think that's going to happen. Happening, is no. it? Mm-hmm. But welcome to Direct Line. Yeah. We're so glad that you're with us, and we're going to dive right in. We've mm-hmm. got Bethany Hager with us from the Women's Care Clinic, and the reason Bethany is here, obviously we want to learn a little bit about what's happening at the WCC a little bit later, but there was a huge issue last week Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health went before the Supreme Court and so Bethany just kind of give us a rundown why is this crucial and why are pro-life people well and pro-choice people for that matter Mm -hmm. saying this is a super important case that we need to be aware of yeah Dobbs is one of those cases we've been watching for several years pro-life people anyone who cares about the abortion issue has been watching cases come into the Supreme Court because everybody kind of knows that Roe's days are numbered. And you even saw some articles this week saying it's not a matter of if anymore, it's when. No, let me stop you right there. Why do you think, I agree with you, but you know, most of the time when the Supreme Court rules, What's it? Starry decisis. I mean, it, yes. it's why, why do you think? Because I think you're right. I mm-hmm. think even pro-abortion people think Roe's in trouble. Yeah. Why is that? Why? Why do they think it's in trouble? Well, why is Roe in trouble? Well, is it just because it was a bad case in 1973? Man, from the day it was decided, okay. the critics came out, and even people who agreed with it said, "Oh, it's got this problem, this problem, Legally. this problem." Mm-hmm. Okay. So legal issues, and so for almost 50 years now, the side that likes Roe has been trying to shore it up and everybody who disagreed with Roe has been coming to the Supreme Court or to the lower courts with cases that they hope will chip away at it and eventually see it fall. And we've just seen that pace pick up in the past few years. And so Dobbs is one of those cases that people see coming to the Supreme Court and they think this could be it. We've been chipping away, chipping away. This could be the one. Mississippi passed a law that banned abortion after 15 weeks, which is the end of the first trimester of pregnancy right, right. and so Mississippi passed that law and it got challenged and that's what was heard at the Supreme Court last week. And so right now Roe and Casey, Casey was decided 19 years after Roe they would say that line is viability Correct. is that right? Correct. Which is what are we saying viability is? 22, 23, well, 24 weeks? at the time of Casey it was 24 weeks and now hmm. you see babies I yeah. think somebody recently, it was a baby born at 21 weeks yeah. and one day yeah. Yeah. survived. So, so yeah. it is changing. And so I know a lot of the pro-abortion people are really upset about even moving the line from viability Mm -hmm. um, back to 15 weeks. And so uh, the law was passed in Mississippi. A judge ruled it unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. They appealed, I think, to the Fifth 
Circuit Court of Appeals, who also said it's unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. Mississippi originally appealed to the Supreme Court and said, we just want you to rule on the 15 weeks. But then since SCOTUS agreed to take it, Mm -hmm. they've said, we actually want you to overturn Roe and Casey. Yeah, come to think of it. So you get a petition granted to the Supreme Court on a small question. And then very often it happens that when the parties are briefing, other issues come up or they take it a little different direction. Even when you get to the justices and oral argument, they could take it a different direction so you kind of have to be prepared to go any which way on one of these cases and so the oral arguments were wednesday december 1st Mm -hmm. i actually listened to all one hour and 53 Mm -hmm. minutes uh, early one morning you've read the transcript and most people think that there's three possible outcomes what are those three possible outcomes that are being projected Right. So most people, so a lot of people think that they're going to uphold the ban on the law, rule that the law is unconstitutional. That's what uh, Jackson Women's Health was arguing for. Right. Just, Just keep wipe the it thing, out. Wipe it out. Uh, some people think they'll reinstate the Mississippi law, but find a way to do that without touching Roe and Casey at all. Which would Carve basically mean kind of, it goes from, the line now goes from viability to 15 weeks. Right. Is that right? That's right. So the line where you where a state can protect the unborn life would move from viability to 15 weeks and that the court would find some way for that still to fit in what Roe and Casey said. And then the third option, yeah. which you think is possible, right. I don't really know that I think that's possible <laughs> right. this time, is that Roe and Casey get completely overturned with yeah. this case. The law gets upheld. Right. Abortion goes back to each of the 50 states, makes their own decision about what to do. And this, and what I didn't understand, there were actually three people that I guess you would call them witnesses before the Supreme Court. Right. One was an official with Mississippi making the case why this law should stand and why Roe and Casey should go. Mm-hmm. Then you had somebody arguing for Jackson Women's Health. And then I've never heard this before. The government sent somebody in who also was very just to the point, don't touch Roe, don't t- mm-hmm. touch Casey. Right. Does that happen often where you have this third advocate coming in? Every once in a while when an issue is important enough, when a law is important enough, and it wasn't directly that the federal attorneys were involved in the case, Okay, every once in a while they will step in and say this one's important enough the justice department wants a word okay and they'll come in okay so i'm guessing you've read transcripts or mm-hmm. listened to oral arguments before this was my first foray <laughs> into that i found it fascinating and i finished i mean i think it was monday morning about eight o'clock i, I wrapped it up and i really got the feeling that you have a majority of the justices that are going to overturn Roe and <laughs> casey which would not end abortion but right. it would send it back to the states right and they would let each state decide what do we believe and in illinois you know we have a governor right now and mm-hmm. frankly you know a legislature they want abortion on demand for mm-hmm. any and every mm-hmm. reason right. but like in stephanie's state of indiana i think there's a very real chance that if that happens y- you might see abortion go away mm-hmm. now, wh- what do you think will happen and why with the with the Dobbs yeah, case? Yeah, with Dobbs case, yes. So, yeah, reading the transcripts was interesting because you listened to the oral mm-hmm. argument. You got some of their tone of voice right. and some implications from that. But just looking at the transcripts, I saw two justices who want to not touch Casey and Roe at all, enshrine abortion as a fundamental right, keep it there. Then you've got Breyer, who says, well, we just want to make sure that we're legitimate, we follow stare decisis, we make a good decision. Those three, I think, are going to want to ban this law, uphold Roe and Casey. So I think you've got a potential of 7263 upholding the Mississippi law, and then some kind of carve-out. I really don't think that on this one you're going to see Roe overturned. Okay. Do you think that at the end of the day, if 
let's just say my projection would be a 5-4 ruling to not only uphold the law, but to overturn Roe and Casey. Uh, what would that do for the pro-life movement? You're very actively involved in the mm-hmm. pro-life movement. What would that do? Would that? I mean, I think that would be a huge positive, but do you see it possibly being better that it's not overturned at this point, that that middle option is picked, and then another case would come, or do you think it would be a huge victory at this point? Yeah, either way, whether we get Roe overturned on this one or whether I think there's a possibility they overturn part of Casey, keep Roe, and still we're battling it out in the States. But the thing is pregnancy is still going to happen. Oh, absolutely. Unplanned, unexpected, even unwanted pregnancy is still going to happen. So if we call ourselves pro-life, we still need to be ready to stand in that gap to help women in that decision time, to help speak up for the life in the womb, to to take some of those barriers down that do make pregnancy a burden, parenthood a burden. If we're going to say that we're pro-life, it's more almost more important than ever if Roe and Casey go away, that we step up and do our part to take care of women and Now, one of the arguments that I just found comical is one of the two witnesses really advocating for you can't touch Roe, you can't touch Casey. If you do that, you're harming women. And I think they said something like most women don't know they're pregnant by 15 weeks. Right. Could you speak to that as the executive director of the Women's Care Clinic? (laughs) Yes. So, yes. Just as a woman in general. As a woman, yeah. (laughs) Now, I will say we do see women come in who really don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on with their bodies, Mm -hmm. and education can do a lot better to help women Mm -hmm. understand that. But I'm telling you they come to us sometimes the day after the week after they're they've already taken 10 at home pregnancy mm. tests 20 yeah. at home pregnancy tests um they know they right. suspect whether they're pregnant or not well before 15 well weeks. before 15 weeks and yeah. pregnancy tests even ones that you can get at the dollar store at home and yeah. use at home now they can detect pregnancy okay. before you, your first missed period okay. oh okay. yeah okay. absolutely okay mm. i just found that interesting it that, is. that was one of the arguments that was made whenever so. people make that argument i think you 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 are yeah. a little out of touch. Yep. You're sitting in your ivory tower office, right. not really knowing right. what people right. do. Right. Well, Greg, you before we were talking about this off air, you were talking about something about adoption coming yeah. into the yeah. into this whole argument. Yeah. What, what what's well, up with that? One of that? the things I found fascinating is one of the two advocates that you can't touch Roe, you can't mm-hmm. touch touch Casey said basically if you do that you are forcing women who are pregnant into a no win situation they mm-hmm. they literally have no options and Coney Barrett the newest mm-hmm. uh, Supreme Court justice said well there's safe haven laws mm-hmm. in almost mm-hmm. every state now mm-hmm. and then Kavanaugh I think it was Kavanaugh someone talked about adoption and mm-hmm. how adoption mm-hmm. is a huge option well following that the New York Times ran an op-ed by someone that's adopted that basically made the case this has been the worst thing that ever happened to me and I'd almost have been better off if mm-hmm. I was aborted And there's a lot of hating on adoption. Mm -hmm. Now, I just got to tell you, full disclosure, Mm -hmm. I'm adopted. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest gift, you know, that I could have been given Mm -hmm. by my birth mother. Mm -hmm. Full disclosure, before Roe versus Wade, I'm Mm -hmm. that old. Mm -hmm. But I just... To me, adoption is such a beautiful gift, Mm -hmm. and I've always thought it just didn't make sense that so many couples want to adopt. Mm -hmm. It's so expensive. Mm -hmm. It takes so long. Mm -hmm. There's so many hoops you have to jump through. Mm -hmm. I just think it is a true win-win situation in a case Mm -hmm. of an unplanned pregnancy. And David French for The Dispatch wrote an article that I'm going to link on my personal Facebook page um, when we get done here this morning. It says, don't denigrate adoption to defend Roe, and it says, 
America's adoptive families are instruments of love. One of the best pieces that hmm. I've ever, I don't always agree with David French on everything, <laughs> but he also has adopted hmm. his children that are adopted. And I just, to me, um, if we are all of a sudden going to say somehow adoption is bad in order to protect Roe, mm-hmm. in order to make that mm-hmm. case, we've lost our minds mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, I want to wrap up the Dobbs situation. And then I want to find out what's happening at the Women's Care Clinic, yeah. and especially as we wrap up the end of 2021. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and I've been pretty quiet through this. You guys you guys are the brains behind this operation. I'm not saying I'm the looks, but you guys are <laughs> definitely the brains behind this operation. But I have two questions for you, mm-hmm. Bethany. First of all, what in the world is stare decisis? Is that a person? What is yeah. that? Oh, it's, one of the, it's one of the principles of our legal system, so, but nobody knows how to say it, uh-huh. so we have a lot of fun with it. But this is the idea, and every time the Supreme Court hears a case, it's this idea that we don't just ad- um, make the decision in a vacuum. We look back at what we've done in other mm-hmm. cases mm-hmm. and try to make a decision that's in line with what we've said before. And so if at all possible, we can make a decision now, like in Dobbs, mm-hmm. if they can make a decision that lines up with mm-hmm. Roe, Casey, Whole Women's Health, uh, June Medical mm-hmm. Services, then that's what they want to do because mm-hmm. we look at those other cases and try to line up with them. So even as maybe science, not science doesn't change, but our ability to 
um, detect life earlier right. and mm-hmm. detect that a baby in the womb feels pain. Even though those things have changed over the years, they're still trying to keep in the decision in line. You know, yeah. what, you know what I'm asking? Yeah. So when things do change, mm-hmm. stare decisis comes into play and we say, well, we want to uh, align with those other decisions, but this has changed or our understanding mm-hmm. of it has mm-hmm. changed mm-hmm. or the two that you hear a lot of in the abortion context, but we're relying on those old decisions a lot. We can't change something because we rely on them mm-hmm. or you go back and say, did we just get it wrong the first mm-hmm. time around? Gotcha. So stare decisis has to bend if there's things that have changed or if gotcha. we just got it wrong the first time. And something that I found interesting in the oral arguments is that was the case made by the Mississippi lawyer trying to defend Jackson women's health. Is you can't overturn it, stare decisis. Mm-hmm. Well, Justice Kavanaugh said, well, let me just read you a list mm. of all of the cases that have been overturned because they were bad law in the mm, first right. place. Mm-hmm. And it was a laundry list. And mm. I don't think he read all of them. Right. And that's another reason that I think he's making the case if it's bad law in 1973, mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. bad law in 1992, why in the world in 2021 right. would we say right. we want to stand behind it? Right, so, right. right. Exactly. Anyway. And I have another question. Yes. I read some of your um, comments about after you had uh, read the oral arguments. Um, and one of your points was that they're really trying to make it as if pregnancy is a disability. Mm-hmm. Speak to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've only been pregnant twice. I've had two healthy babies, but I never felt like it was a disability. I mean, right. it's a gift. Right. So speak to that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so on my personal Facebook page, mm-hmm. I go into a lot more detail on this whole discussion mm-hmm. so people can look at that. But yeah, I think you've heard it a lot this year with regard to COVID, mm-hmm. but then every time mm-hmm. the abortion issue comes up, we hear pregnancy talked about mm-hmm. as if this normal cycle of life, mm-hmm. this normal thing that half the world's population can have a baby mm-hmm. and get pregnant mm-hmm. and carry and, and bring a new life into the world, it gets talked about as if that is abnormal, a disability, right. a burden. And to me, I look at that and say, well, that's the only way that they can talk about needing to free women from this is if we do frame it in terms of it being a burden and a disability. So there's two things to that 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 I, as a woman, kind of respond to. One, yeah, I've been pregnant for mm-hmm. four healthy babies. I did not feel that it was a disability or a burden. It was a blessing to bring mm-hmm. that life into the mm-hmm. world. But my workplace did not always act the same way mm-hmm. that I felt about having mm-hmm. those babies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do believe that in some work context, in some professional context, we need to do better about mm-hmm. welcoming the pregnant woman, welcoming the woman with children, mm-hmm. making that work schedule fit around mm-hmm. her taking care of her children mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of acting like half of the world who can bring life into the world, they're the ones that have to adapt Mm -hmm. to this eight to five, nine to five schedule that does not give, does not bend Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. real needs of Mm -hmm. raising children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I don't know if you guys remember Allison Felix, one of the most accomplished women's track athletes in American Olympic history. She got pregnant three years ago, would not have an abortion. Nike dropped her. Hmm. Nike said, if you're going to have this baby, we won't. No, I know that exactly. (laughs) Steph, I wish you could see Stephanie's look. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But it's that idea. Um, For some people, I think they're saying because abortion's legal, your track career should be more important. And Mm. God bless her. She had the child. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful little baby. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, she went to the Olympics this summer and medaled Mm -hmm. um, one of the most Mm -hmm. accomplished track athletes ever. And right. when you hear stories like that, to me, it just continues to make the case for life mm-hmm. over and over again. Now, you hit yeah. on something that is an accusation against people like the three of us that, that are um, unashamedly pro-life, and that is you only care.
care about the womb. Mm -hmm. You don't really care about the baby once it's born. You don't really care about the woman once she brings a child into this life. And it's a reminder that we are called to be completely pro-life. But I look at the women's care clinic and all that is happening there, there's as much unfolding for people after the babies are Mm -hmm. born. What's the class you guys did this fall, Terry Raising Raising highly capable kids. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you had what, grandmas? Yes. And you had teenagers. Mm -hmm. That's right. And to me, that is part of being completely pro-life and and i think that if you're someone that only cares about the womb i think you're missing the point Mm -hmm. you know it's not just let's save the baby although i think we should save the baby but let's help people be in the best position they possibly can Mm -hmm. in order to find success in life Mm -hmm. and raise children that are going to make an impact and make a difference exactly Mm -hmm. women's care clinic let's talk a little bit about that what's happening as we wrap up 2021 so 2021 coming to an end you you mentioned the raising highly capable kids classes we're going to run another cycle of those starting in january Uh, so women's care clinic is hosting one of those hope center is hosting one of those some of our other community partners getting in and making those parenting classes available um so we do we have bridges groups for moms we have ties for dads that's really a program that's growing we've got mentors that come in and and will walk with the dads through that journey of becoming a father Um, Of course, we're offering pre-pregnancy tests and ultrasounds. That's always going on, always something that we offer. And we're looking ahead into launching some new things like mobile medical pregnancy services. Uh, We want to touch every corner of Vermilion County, get up into Iroquois County, a little bit into Champaign, that St. Joseph area. Um, The idea with that is if women can't get to us for all the needs, Mm -hmm. we will go to them, meet them where they are. Um, And that really is kind of the focus of everything that we're doing. We want to do what it takes to support women and men in that decision and beyond. And so we've talked a lot about unplanned pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Somebody's listening and they have an unplanned pregnancy. What can the Women's Care Clinic do for them today or this week or next week? Yeah, they can come in. You can walk in. And if one of our nurses is there, they'll see you that day. And we just are with you. If there is a need that you identify in your life, then we want to bring people around you to meet that need, Mm -hmm. whether it's a material need, you need the medical consultation, you need a referral for other services in the community. Um, some uh, whatever it is, our our goal is to be the place that never says no. We That's help awesome. you meet that need. I um, I know my wife and I are planning a year end gift for the women's care clinic. Um, others that might want to do that, mm-hmm. how could they give? I think you guys are one of the the lead ministries in our area. How could mm-hmm. people give an end of the year gift to the women's care clinic? Yeah, and what's neat about this end of year time? So we have a challenge going on. If people want to make a new monthly pledge or increase a current monthly pledge, then and that new and increased gift is being matched actually twice okay. uh, by very generous anonymous donors are going to double those pledges and gifts. And so people can bring it into the office on North Bowman Avenue. They could call 217-431-0987 and talk to us about that. They can go to our website, danvillewcc.org, and there's a donate button um, or send it into the mail, 1509 okay. North Bowman Avenue. And uh, any gift is appreciated. Every gift helps. Yeah, yep. that's great. Well, Bethany Hager from the Women's Care Clinic, thanks for coming in Absolutely. and talking Supreme Court. And we'll see where this goes. We're not going to know till like late June. Is right. that what they're saying? They're going to keep us waiting. Which can I tell you, I think that's just crazy in 2021 <laughs> that we're going to have to wait six months. But I, I've asked people to pray. You know, if you're a pro-life person, pray. And my prayer, um, it'd be easy for me just to pray. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that the Supreme Court justices will consider wisdom and discernment mm-hmm. over all else. Mm-hmm. 
and that the people on the Supreme Court that are people of faith, they'll say, what do I think that God wants me to do mm-hmm. in right. this? Mm-hmm. And um, we'll try to find satisfaction in what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks yes. for being with us. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and it's always good to have Bethany with us from the Women's Care Clinic. She's smart. She's a lawyer. I learn new words every time she comes in. What was that one? Uh, Starry Decisis. Starry Decisis. Yeah. So are you going to have any car time where you're driving a very long way? (laughs) No. Okay. I didn't know. I hope not. Because if you were, I was going to give you the one hour and 53 minute oral (laughs) argument file that you could listen to. Well, you know to. what? My son just sent me a one hour video of the history of Bitcoin and wants me to learn all about that. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I've not, got no I haven't desire listened to that like yet that, either. So yeah. when people send me things that are an hour long, I usually yeah, don't listen yeah, to them. But maybe that one will be a good well, one, we'll the one that you're going to give anyway, me. Yeah. I found it interesting and yeah. I'm thankful that she's a resource for us. Uh-huh. And I want to just say this. I know there's some people listening. They totally disagree with sure. Bethany. They totally disagree with you and me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in America. We live in a country mm-hmm. where um, you don't have a dictator. You don't have, you know, mm-hmm. a government saying you have to believe this. Mm-hmm. I love our process. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I'm going to be really disappointed mm-hmm. if next June mm-hmm. it turns out that they uh, continue the ban on the Mississippi law mm-hmm. and nothing changes. But I'm thankful for the process. And I'm thankful that our Supreme Court is willing to take an honest look at this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we can ask for. Right. And honestly. I think like you, you ended the segment by saying it gives us six months to pray about it. And yep. then do we, we just trust God and say, you okay, have to. That's you right. have to do that. That's hey, right. I wanted to bring up something that happened last week here in Vermilion County at the Friday step-up meeting that takes place at our church. 
Um, I wasn't there for it, but I guess a huge announcement was made. Yeah. W- want to talk about that a little bit, Greg? Yeah, I don't want to say a lot about it because okay. Mike Holvey, who is the yeah. king of Newhoff Media, yeah. is going to be with us next, next Thursday, okay. and he's uh, going to talk a lot about it. Yeah. But um, great news for our community. Mm-hmm. The Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation announced that they are going to invest mm-hmm. in our community. Mm-hmm. And I think the first investment is going to be a, a health center at Danville High School, which mm-hmm. will be huge. Mm-hmm. But they're also talking about building um, a building, a facility. Mm-hmm. And one of the dreams that they have is in-house substance yeah. abuse yeah. Right here, yes. rehab right yeah. here in Vermilion County. Yeah. One of the things that I know you've seen just through the work that we mm-hmm. do is that so many times people, when they're struggling with a drug addiction mm-hmm. or an alcohol mm-hmm. addiction, they hit that moment where they're like, I want to go to rehab today. Right. And nothing is worse than to say, well, we can get you in in three weeks. Exactly. And to have exactly. it right here in our community would right. be huge. Right. Um, again, I want to save most of the conversation for next week, mm-hmm. but it's really good news. It's mm-hmm. easy to hate on Danville and Vermilion right. County. And, and it's just, it's not fair, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And and this is something that's really good that's coming to our community that a lot of people have worked really hard on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so thankful for Step Up. Mm-hmm. Like, again, if mm-hmm. you're not a part of Step Up, I think we gather for the next time in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, all are welcome. Mm-hmm. It's about a two-hour meeting. It's on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And it really brings leaders from our community together. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, I'm, I consider myself a community leader mm-hmm. and I've never been to Step Up, I've got a word for you. Right. See you in January. <laughs> that's right? right. That's right. So that's right. I just I think, think it's good I, news. I think, you know, Step Up, talking about that that um, issue of getting someone to rehab you know they took a step they purchased a car and right. so if somebody did right. they would call and say i want to go to rehab well then you'd get someone to drive them right. so i mean they've taken steps to make this happen um, but you're right when somebody c- hits the bottom and says i'm ready it's yeah. a shame to say yeah. you need to wait yeah. because that pro- that will probably pass well and someone um I-, I have a friend that doesn't live here that's in ministry mm-hmm. and he was kind of throwing some shade on it and he said is it really going to make a difference and here's the answer mm-hmm. i don't know but mm-hmm. i know it's better than not trying Right, you know, and I, I think it is just to me at the end of the day, you can be cynical, right. you can be skeptical right. and say, that's not my problem. I'm not an addict. I don't have struggles. Or you can say, let's mm-hmm. do everything we can right. to help our community right. that would be blessed by Absolutely. the Southern Illinois Healthcare Foundation. Right. Let's do right. everything we possibly can to help people right. that have mental health challenges right. and struggles. Let, right. Let's not pretend it's not out there. Let's exactly. talk about it. Right. Let's do everything we can to help people that want to go to rehab. I just, I, I, I will never choose cynicism. Mm-hmm. I will never choose skepticism. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should either. That's not right. Very not you, but our audience. Right. Very right. exciting. Right. Hey, right. last week we had Pam Sexton on yes. with us from the uh, Second Church Book club do you have an update on the well, we've books? got a bunch of books in our uh, commons yeah nice. a lot of people have responded but just if you missed last week the book club at second church of christ is trying to gather books mm-hmm. new or gently mm-hmm. used they want to give every student at mead park elementary a mm-hmm. book for Christmas. Yeah. And um, I didn't know this 85% reduced or free lunch. Is that right? Is that what she said? I believe last that's week what she about? said. I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. that's a stunning mm-hmm. statistic to mm-hmm. me. She also shared that they have a vending machine uh-huh. that gives books yeah. and that students earn tokens <laughs> right. based on good behavior and, you know, doing their homework mm-hmm. and achieving in the classroom. And they can take that token and mm-hmm. basically purchase a book. Mm-hmm. And so any books that are extra, they're going to, you know, put, put through the vending machine, which I just think it's 
cool that there's a vending yeah. machine that can give you a book. But um, this is something that you don't have to be a part of Second Church mm-hmm. to to get behind. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we threw out last week that I know at least one person has taken advantage of, if you have books but you don't have a way to get them to Second Church, call us at 442-7306, and we will find a way to get those books picked up. But mm-hmm. this Sunday's the last Sunday that Pam and her crew are going to be in the commons. They'll be there all Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's just a great cause. I think it's really good. Now, speaking, speaking of, of books, books, you have one with you. Well, we had a lot of fun Monday night. I had a lot of fun. I don't know <laughs> yeah, if you had fun had or fun, not, yeah. but we had our staff and elders Christmas party. Uh-huh. And one of the things I love about our team at Second Church, we are not perfect. And there are times that it's intense like any place, but we just have a lot of fun. Right. And there's a lot of laughter. And we had a white elephant <laughs> gift exchange. And this, and I obviously, this is radio, but my, uh, my gift was a book, uh-huh. the number one New York Times best selling series, the official um, Who Now, and it's Who is Kamala Harris. So, Stephanie, would you like me to gift this to you so yeah. you can learn about our vice president? Well, now, I know who she is. I, I did learn something about this. This okay. book was actually purchased by our government, okay. like 10,000 copies of it. And as people were coming in our southern border, they were given a copy of Who is Kamala Harris if huh. they were fifth grade or younger. D- so, is there one that says Who is Joe Biden? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but don't this know. was my white elephant. So gift. it's so, a series. Who is? It's talking it's about. It's the Who is series. Huh. It's by Penguin Books. Neat. And, uh, um, yeah, so there you go. So you sure you don't want it? I'd be glad to pass it on to you. It's not a hard read. Well, I, I could read it. It okay. probably is better than an hour and a half oral argument thing from the Supreme Court. Oh, it's not maybe. an hour and a half. Yeah. It's an hour and 53 minutes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you pick. You <laughs> okay, pick. I'll pick. Okay. I'll pick. Hey, history segment. I've really neglected this lately, but there are actually four dates that I want to illuminate that happened this week in history. December 6, 345 A.D., Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra, dies. Now, why do you think I... I have that included here. Um, Do you have would any it be guesses? About Saint Nicholas. Yeah, he is, is Saint, Nicholas? Saint Nicholas, and that's ah, where the okay. legend of Santa Claus supposedly hails from. So ah, I don't know anything gotcha. about Nicholas Bishop of Mira, but that really uh, hmm. ju- and I don't know if it's Mira or Myra. I don't know how I you pronounce know. it, but um, a long time ago, this week, he hmm. passed away. Hmm. So hey, secondly, and I got to find this on my phone because I uh, I just found this this morning. So uh, give me just a minute here, but on. December 9, 1843, the very first Christmas cards were created. They were more like postcards, and they were sold for a shilling. So I don't know how that would rate today, but here's the question. Do you do Christmas cards anymore? Nope. Have you ever done Christmas cards? I used cards? to. We were really into the Christmas card mm-hmm. scene. we go to, you know, mm-hmm. photo and mm-hmm. get the picture, mm-hmm. and I'd write a letter. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if it's just old age or cost or what, but we haven't done that in many years. And mm-hmm. there would be years by this point in time I would have received mm-hmm. 25 mm-hmm. to 30 Christmas cards. I think we've received two up I to this point in time. haven't received any yet. So is the Christmas card a thing of the past? I think it might be. You think it's moving on? But imagine all the money that was made over the years. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But um, I do think that there are new modern ways to do it that don't involve mail. Mm -hmm. You know, you can send a text. You Mm -hmm. can send something via Facebook. You're able to get that out there. I mean, I think it's happened in my life to say, hey, look, what happened this year? But I think the purpose of the Christmas card, that's what it has become. That's what it's become. But I think the purpose was to send the message of good cheer. And if you're a Christian, to 
send the message of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think there are ways that we can still pull that off. I, so, I think you're right. Number three, this mm -hmm. is somber. December 7, 1941, mm -hmm. 80 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, this week, Pearl Harbor happened. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about Pearl Harbor that I think a lot of people don't remember, or that maybe they didn't know in the first place, is that up to this point in time, our country was really divided about World War II. Mm -hmm. And there was a big movement in America. That's Europe's problem. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not going to get involved in that. I think FDR even ran on that in mm -hmm. the 1940 presidential mm -hmm. election. He was going to keep us out. But when the Japanese attacked, mm -hmm. um, you read history, man, our country came together. Mm -hmm. The greatest generation, mm -hmm. and I think they were the greatest generation, mm -hmm. they said, this is not happening. Mm -hmm. And in the days that followed, you had mm -hmm. young men mm -hmm. um, just flocking mm -hmm. to enlist. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that World War II turns out differently mm -hmm. if the Japanese never attack Pearl mm -hmm. Harbor. I, I really do. Have I you think, ever been there? Um, I have not. I've never been to Hawaii. I hope to go. How about you? Um, I saw it briefly. Yeah, briefly. yeah. I'd like I, to. Go. I didn't get to go actually visit yeah. it. So. I'd like to do it at some time. Yeah. I got a lot of places I want to yeah. travel to. Yeah. But um, eighty years ago this week, mm -hmm. here's the last thing: mm -hmm. December eight, nineteen eighty, John Lennon hmm. is killed in New York City. Now, does that mean anything to you, John Lennon? Uh, yeah, I know okay. he is. Yeah, I'm not really a Beatles fan yeah. necessarily, yeah. but um, that was kind of a. It's just you know, disturbing. It, it really is. And it was, was he was a, just walking well, into his apartment. Well, I think and he was just shot down yeah. um, by a fan, I right. think, like a, a fan that obviously had something, right. you know, not right. Right. And yet, John Lennon was considered in a lot of ways a musical genius. Mm -hmm. Now, his worldview is a lot different than my sure. worldview. Sure. You know, some of the songs sure. that he wrote were. Um, but you can appreciate oh, his absolutely. talent and his gifting. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing that I remember about this. Um, after he was killed, people flocked to Central Park mm -hmm. in New York City, mm -hmm. and they would light candles mm -hmm. or cigarette lighters or whatever it may mm -hmm. be, mm -hmm. and they would say from the sky or mm -hmm. from one of the skyscrapers, mm -hmm. it just looked like mm -hmm. this, you know, plethora of candles, yeah. plethora of right. My favorite musician is Rich Mullins, mm -hmm. and Rich Mullins wrote a song called Elijah, and in that, he talks about... Um, that happening, hmm. it's referenced in hmm. that, and uh, most most people don't know that connection. But um, his death really um, mm -hmm. impacted. Him. I, believe, I think so, when you go on the New York City tour, even still today, they will yeah. point out that building. And, you know, I've never yeah. been to New York City. You need to. I got to do it. That's I know. My favorite. I know, and yeah. especially since my kids live so close. You know, they're just yeah. a couple hours away. Oh, yeah, but, you definitely. Um, need to. Yeah, we definitely need to to make that happen. Well, hey, let's go to break, okay. and when we come back, I want to talk about Second Church. Okay. I want to talk about our sponsors, and mm -hmm. I want to talk about uh, some things that are happening at Second Church. Yeah. And I've got a special good news segment that I want to talk about as we wrap up okay. today. You're listening to Direct Line. Greg and Stephanie will be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. 
Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Stephanie. It's Thursday, December the 9th. Steph, Christmas is, uh, what would that be, 16 days away. It's coming. I haven't bought a single thing. Well, that's not true. I have bought some Christmas presents. I just thought about that. <laughs> I, I think I know one I that you bought. I think we're going to talk about that the Thursday after Christmas. <laughs> oh, good. I, I'm so excited. See how they're received. Yes. So, uh, I can't man, wait I to can't hear. Wait. Uh-huh. But um, we're so glad that you're joining us. We've had Bethany Hager with us. We talked about the Dobbs versus mm-hmm. Jackson Women's Health case <laughs> and what it could mean for the pro-life movement. We've talked about the Women's Care Clinic and just a great job that they do um, really helping people before mm-hmm. pregnancy, during pregnancy and after pregnancy Mm -hmm, Uh, we've talked about you know the step-up announcement we've talked about the second church book club and i want to just say thank you to all of the sponsors that make direct line possible we could not do it without our partnership with newhoff media Mm -hmm. but we could not do it without our sponsors steph who are we saying thank you to we're thankful to don and deanna witzel with mcdonald's the darby family with sunset funeral home chris and daisha robinson with robinson chiropractic the team at hans tank wash bill and mary lou knight with lakewood insurance and dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Couple things. Um, Christmas with the Chosen mm-hmm. is in box offices mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and you are a fan of the Chosen, is mm-hmm. that right? Have I you am. seen both seasons? Yes, I've only seen season one. Mm-hmm. My my TV is not smart enough for yeah. me to watch season two. <laughs> so I mine I isn't wait. either. Yeah. I have to come to church yeah. to watch yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't have that ability yeah. yet. But I love the Chosen. Yeah. I mean, I. I literally love it and i did not have a chance to do this but last wednesday december 1st sandra lathrop Mm -hmm. from our staff Mm -hmm. organized a group trip to savoy to see what they're calling christmas with the chosen Mm -hmm. 129 from our church i think they got the whole theater uh, kenna osborne Mm -hmm. said is really good Mm -hmm. some of our people really Mm -hmm. liked it but it hit number one in the box office last weekend that's just unbelievable to me quite honestly and they said thank you for paying Mm -hmm. to see this Mm -hmm. you're gonna allow us to show it for free all over the world. Right. And I right. just, I, I love it. And if you've not seen The Chosen. It is so well done. I highly recommend it. And like, yeah. I'm a cable customer. I don't even know. I think my cable's Xfinity. Um, you can get it for free. Mm. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, do the talk mm-hmm. to text or mm-hmm. whatever it is with your remote. Mm-hmm. And I think it came up on Peacock Network or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Some but, Christian stuff is cheesy and I don't yeah, like it. Right. But The Chosen. This is good, isn't it? It's so well done. Really, so really well good. Done. Yeah. Hey, shout out to our friend, Devin Merritt. Yes. Devin Merritt helps lead worship at our church. Yeah. and has just a great voice, and she had the opportunity to sing the national anthem mm-hmm. at the University of Illinois basketball game Friday night. She killed it, she and I mean that in a good way. It was, yeah, awesome. it was awesome. I hope they bring her back. And I told Devin I want her singing for every <laughs> Illini game because the Illini won by 35 points And that you night. think that has something to do with it? Well, it didn't? You're yeah. saying it didn't? Well, I'm not one of those believers. You're, you're not superstitious? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm well, just a little stitious. I wanted her... According in, to the Michael Scott on The Office, I, just a little stitious. I wanted her in <laughs> Iowa City Monday night when Illinois played <laughs> Iowa 
yeah. and she didn't go, but Illinois still won. Yeah. So that doesn't really matter. No. Right. But hey, great job. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this Sunday at Second Church. Uh, we've been looking at some of the minor prophets. Mm-hmm. So we've looked at Jeremiah, we've looked at Micah, mm-hmm. and this week mm-hmm. I am sharing a message. The bulk of it is out of the prophet Zephaniah. You don't hear from do him Do you know that anything much. about Zephaniah? I don't think I'm putting I do. You on the spot. I don't think I do. Zephaniah is one of the later prophets, and so he's prophesying about the time that Jeremiah does. Mm-hmm. And it is a dark prophecy. Hmm. For it's only three chapters long. For two and a half chapters, it's dark. Hmm. I mean, it's just kind of like uh, you know, destruction's coming to mm-hmm. all of you mm-hmm. all. You know, mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. people are going to feel it. The pagan nations are going to feel it. But about halfway through chapter three, it really shifts and it mm-hmm. turns into. I mean, our theme this week is joy. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, do you know that Laura story? song my god is mighty to save yeah I mean, it's a real popular song yes. a couple years yes. ago and i know you've used it in yeah. worship it's based on zephaniah hmm. 317 i didn't know that until I, I really got into it but i'm excited about it um i'm just i'm loving what you're doing this year with advent uh last sunday i told the story of i heard the bells on christmas mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk briefly about joy to the world and i just think it's neat when we have these themes to figure out why did you know right. uh, longfellow write this song right. it moved me yeah. just yeah. learning the story behind yeah. it so mm-hmm. um christmas songs for you anything really grab a hold of you anything jump out would you tell me what child is this is that I your love favorite what child yeah is this. and we're gonna sing it this year christmas eve okay yep. all right um also in terms of second church we had our i choose sponsor reveal mm-hmm. and it was a pretty cool day mm-hmm. wasn't it yeah there was a lot of tears it was an amazing video. Well, what yeah. I thought was really cool is I hadn't seen the video. Mm. Um, you guys had sent the link, but I was doing something yeah. else. And you said, man, we can't show that early. We need to, we're need we not going to be able to sing after yeah. seeing it. Yeah. And we showed it at the very end, but there yeah. were a lot of people wiping the tears yes. away. Just really a neat deal to yeah. see that play out. Now, one other thing that you're doing this December is we're featuring a different member of mm-hmm. Second Church, mm-hmm. and they're speaking to the theme of the day. Mm-hmm. And so R.J. Davis talked week one on Hope, and mm-hmm. Tracy Grissom, what a powerful mm-hmm. battling Breast cancer, breast cancer mm-hmm. and just talked about peace through mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. This week, we've got Valerie Shelton. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about this week. Well, she's talking about joy. and Valerie is just one of the most joyful people that I know. So um, yeah. it's a great uh, video that just kind of captures. And it's, it, it's she's talking about something that you don't really associate, I don't think, with joy. But it's, you know, coming to terms and making peace with yourself, how that brings you so much joy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, of course, she's one of our biggest advocates for Celebrate Recovery. Right. And right. so she speaks to that as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Do you think joy is more difficult to really live in 2021 than maybe in years past? Or do you think it's always been a challenge? Mm, I think I think it's always a challenge so because have, I think people get confused between happiness and joy. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, joy is a choice, I right, think. Right. And um, you can have joy in the midst of very right. difficult situations. But, so. you know, to me, it is just a central part mm-hmm. to the season of Advent, you know, mm-hmm. anticipating mm-hmm. Advent, you know, mm-hmm. obviously anticipates the birth of Jesus, yes. but it also anticipates a second coming. Yes. And that really, for the Christian, should be where their true joy is, that, you know, we, we know how the story ends. Well, and specifically, R.J. Davis spoke to that in his on hope, that his yeah. hope lies in heaven. Yeah. You know, and being, that great? being in heaven and where we won't sin anymore. And yeah. so that's, that's really what it's about. But it's very difficult sometimes for us to grasp that as and, we're living here on earth. And then I am super excited about week four, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I'm not even going to share who it is, but mm-hmm. we had Bethany in talking about life. Mm-hmm. Our video uh, mm-hmm. week four is going to talk about adoption, mm-hmm. and it's going to talk about 
uh, foster care. Yeah. And it's going to talk about natural birth. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing that ties it all together is love. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned this week from my friend Brian Johnson uh, from the Bible Bistro. You Mm -hmm. remember the Bible Bistro guys? He said the lectionary, which we don't use the lectionary, but a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. that the lectionary has actually changed the themes Mm -hmm. for Advent this year. We are doing uh, hope, peace, peace, joy and love and that's always how i've understood it Mm -hmm. but he said the lectionary changed it this year to hope love joy and peace Hmm. and i find that fascinating Mm -hmm. you know because i i I think love is really the capstone Mm -hmm. you know i think when you get right down to it Hmm. um that's such a powerful message Mm so well but uh, they're all they are they're 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 really interchangeable when you get right down to it hey talk a minute about christmas eve i know we're still a ways away but i just want to remind people 4 p.m., 6 p.m., mm-hmm. all are welcome. Yeah. You don't have to be a part of Second Church. Right. You don't have to be a part of any church. But right. what's going to happen at Christmas Eve this year? Uh, One-hour service. Kids will be in the auditorium with us. We'll have busy boxes for your kids so yeah. that they can... Now, uh, what's a busy box? A busy box just has, like, crayons and something in the color, or maybe a snack in it, just to keep them you okay. know, occupied for the hour. But um, we have lots of singing. Uh, we'll have videos of people in the church reading scripture. Um, four, five of our ministry staff will be speaking shortly, right. five minutes apiece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you trust us to keep it to five minutes? Uh, yeah, you better. Yeah. I mean, I if you want to get out on time right, for Christmas right. Eve, you better keep it at but five you, minutes. But each but, person yeah. is talking about a different aspect right. of the Christmas narrative. That's yeah. what I love about yeah. it. You know? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think a lot of times um, we think, well, I've heard the Christmas story before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in Matthew 1 and 2. There's mm-hmm. a lot in Luke 1 mm-hmm. and 2. And I think you've put it together where you're going to hear, you're not going to hear it all, but mm-hmm. you're going to hear a pretty good chunk of it. And I think it's just a great way to you know, head into Christmas Eve and Christmas morning and mm-hmm. the celebration of Yeah, I think it's a, a great time for take an hour out of your busy day, those two days, yeah. and really focus and reflect yeah. um, on Jesus. Yeah. And then, you know, then you get to go home and do all the fun stuff yeah, that you get to do. But right, it really right. is a, is a time of reflection. Well, I'm excited because all my kids are going to be here. Oh, wonderful. Uh, my, my daughter, my son, and my son-in-law. And they're going to be able to be a part of it. I'm excited. My son-in-law actually got to preach for us last year. Right. And we're going to be able to let him do that again. Awesome. It's going to be, I think, the first Sunday of January, January 2nd, I believe. Yeah. And then I want to just kind of throw out a save the date for folks. January 9 in Maine Auditorium, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking Africa, the mm-hmm. Africa trip, yeah. and we're going to show videos, and we're going to talk about all that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we're going to hear testimonies from several of mm-hmm. our team members. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Steph, it's a, it's a two-week period of time that's changed my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's uh, just been one of the greatest experiences of my life, mm-hmm. and if you want to know more about it, check it out either in person mm-hmm. or online, and that is Sunday, January 9th. Well, good news segment. We're getting ready to wrap up. Most weeks, we are not live, right. and we we are live today, and I want to say thank you to everybody from Newhoff for, mm-hmm. for making this possible. But most weeks we pre record, right. and our teammate Ben Smith mm-hmm. goes and does his thing, whatever it is. He edits out all the stupid stuff that oh, we say. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and that's saying a lot, quite <laughs> yeah. honestly. But um, he is not able to do it today because right. he had surgery. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about what Ben is doing right now. Well, right now he's recuperating from donating a kidney to a recipient in North Carolina. He had the surgery Tuesday morning, right. and the kidney right. got flown out there. And so he's recuperating in a hospital in Indianapolis. One so. of the cool things about our friend Ben that I love in this story mm-hmm. is he really felt called mm-hmm. to donate this kidney to an individual in our community Correct. that I won't name, right. but he was not a match. Right. And so he could have just been off the hook at that point. Right. But he learned that if he donated a kidney and it went into the system, mm-hmm. this gentleman in our community right. would get 
get a kidney from someone else. Well, this gentleman in our community received a kidney mm-hmm. from someone that passed away. Right. So Ben was off the hook again. Again, right. But he followed through. Yeah. And right now, there's mm-hmm. somebody in North Carolina yeah. that I'll never meet. You'll sure. never meet. Right. But they have literally a new lease on mm-hmm. life because mm-hmm. of a selfless right. act by our buddy. Ben Smith. He's so and kind and so generous. We need more people in the world yeah. that look at life like that. Mm-hmm. So, Ben, get better. I don't know if you're listening uh, in Indianapolis <laughs> or not, but enjoy your kombucha and have a great morning, and we can't wait to get That's you back. Right. Hey, I hope you'll join us next week on Direct Line. Mike Holvey mm-hmm. from Newhoff Media is going to be with us, and we've got a couple other surprises. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the last uh, Direct Line before Christmas. You know what that means, right? Christmas quiz. Oh, great. We're bringing it back. That's <laughs> I right. don't know if I'm going to be here. I don't know if one. we're going to be in studio or not, <laughs> right. but um, you're definitely going to be here for okay. the Christmas quiz, okay. even if we have to pre-record. Okay. So, Sounds well, good. hey, on behalf of my friend Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying thank you so much for listening to Direct Line. I hope that you will have a great week. Get to church this week, mm-hmm. whether it's Second Church or any church. This is a great time of the Absolutely. year to be involved in worship. Thank you to Bethany Hager for being with us, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.